Listeners, this is a podcast about NaNoWriMo where we get you ready for November. I'm Christina Horner. And I'm Liz Leo. And this is How to Win NaNo. Just a reminder, we're not actually affiliated with NaNoWriMo in any way. We've just won a lot. Hey, everyone. This is a special bonus episode of How to Win NaNo. We are doing these things called our Writing Sprint episode. So for this episode, we've actually brought on our good friend, Mark, who is actually the composer, um, the artist that did the music for those episodes. So thanks so much for joining us, Mark. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk with you all. This is only our second interview episode. So yeah, so. We're, we're excited to do it. So um, the cool thing about having you do the music for this episode is that you are also a writer and you've done NaNoWriMo, correct? Yeah, I have failed both times, <laughs> but I have been really <laughs> trying. Um, so yeah, I've tried two years in a row and I've got, I got like, I get further every time. So like, I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to try this year again. I already been like boarding out um, what I want to do, and hopefully this is the year I can make it to finish. Well, and you have our podcast to listen to also to help you know get you excited, get you ready. Maybe they'll help a little bit. For sure, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> Christina was the one who was like messaging me like, "Hey, friend, I noticed that you're behind on your words. How's it going?" And I'm like, Christina. <laughs> Please don't hold me accountable for this. <laughs> this is both. Hey, we're perk. we're proud of you. This is Thank both you. a perk and a woe of being a friend of mine. Is that you're going to get that sort of one-on-one coaching or motivation, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so, how did you like first find out about Nano? Like, what was the first year you did it? Uh, so the first year I did it was two years ago, and Christina convinced me to do it. Um, so it was Christina. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, absolutely. She like she convinced me. I think we were we were hanging out, and I said that I wanted to. I wanted to like I had like two stories I wanted to write, and um, her solution to writing the stories was you should write it during Nano and just get it out of your system and then edit it over time, which is a great idea. However, well, I think <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was and still is a great idea. However. As you know, like I'm, I'm a freelance composer, and everyone, like, like I am certain, everyone that wants to work with me sits at a table and says, "Hey, when are we going to strike?" And that, like, they they find when I'm busiest, and that's whenever they're like, "Okay, he has free time. Let's make sure that he doesn't anymore." Am I ever yeah. part of that? I feel like I've been to those meetings. I oh, you have like... to have been. I'm fine with you being a part of the meetings, but this is <laughs> totally like I, I enjoy working with you on stuff because it's largely like fun and you're you're you give great feedback. And so I'm always like every time you're like, hey, I have a project. I I'm always just ready. Well, we really appreciate it. And we're so excited that you did the music for these writing sprint episodes. And I really hope that people enjoy using them. We got a little bit sneak peek. Um, obviously, we are recording this before November. Um, so Liz and I got a little sneak peek of the music tonight. And we are oh, so, so good for you guys to hear it. Um, 
So tell us a little bit more about you, Mark. What do you like writing or what did you work on the same story for your first two NaNoWriMo's or did you do something different each year? So I did something completely different both years, but with the same idea. I write focusing that there, that the subject isn't a person, but an idea. And that sounds really weird, but it's, uh, so like the first year was there, they were both horror. Um, I'm just going to get that out there now. Um, they're both horror based, but the first one was, uh, was a group of people that were trapped inside of a dollhouse and none of them could understand that there was a dollhouse that could be observed. So it was like one of the old dollhouses that could open up and you could see the insides of both of like, um, they could like split in half and then fold out. And, um, yeah. someone was observing them at all times and like recording how they, how, how they behave. Um, wait a second, Christina, yeah, hold, on. hold on, raise your hand. If you've written a nano novel about people trapped in a dollhouse, Wait, Mark really? and I were both raising our hands. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Liz no, has that. So I think Liz, one no, of these I years haven't. is going to be your year. I guess yeah. next year, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So that was my first year and that was already too ambitious um, because that was like, I hadn't had really a lot of writing experience beyond just like writing lyrics to songs and writing like, short stories like writing prompts and then my second year was more adventurous but i was more organized i had like a whiteboard that had like this spaghetti like mess of just like what like what characters are are like involved with who and the entire thing was about the the main character was like mental illness and like it was how mental illness affected all of these different people and how their lives interconnected with each other. Are you going to work on this this year? Do you think the same idea? I'm going to try to, I still have the okay. original like first uh, seven chapters. It centers around like, I think like eight people. Um, all of the people are connected between two different pe periods of time. And the two, like the, the past, like everything that's happening in the past, like keeps influence, influencing the present. Uh, so I want to continue that and I'm going to hire an editor to make it coherent because it's definitely not happening for me. <laughs> well, I have a good feeling that this is your year, Mark. And I am wondering yes. if you've set up any strategies or coping mechanisms or just any kind of goals for how you're going to make this year your year. So the first thing I'm doing is uh, I'm wrapping up 100% of my projects um, by the end of the month. Yeah, so November is going to be free. Um, so I'm going, I, I want to start boarding now. Um, I, I'm going to take out the original novel that I started uh, and start boarding, like start like taking out how I wanted everything. And then I need to find like a good, I need to find like a good online resource to kind of like, tie these people together to like these situations and kind of like storyboard like like these things are happening in this order like then then i'm just going to just need to write these circumstances with these characters and i think that'll make it flow a lot easier um, have you checked out twine twine might actually be helpful for you Twine is sort of like a storytelling device is the best way I can put it. You can actually um, create things in which you can publish them. I've done some, um, you can, what you can do is you, it's basically like 
programming a story. It uses a lot of visual programming. And so it can really help you organize different timelines. It can make you help you make choose your own adventure stories. You can program small games. Um, it's really awesome. I've heard about that through the uh, the show Black Mirror and a couple of my other friends mm-hmm. have used it for their games. I've heard a little bit about it, but not enough to be like, oh, I know what that is. So that's really good. It's like the interactive version of like the map that detectives make with all the yarn. Yeah. So I've got a question for you. Because you are both a writer and a musician, um, do you write to music or do you find that to be distracting? So weird thing was um, a lot, a lot, a lot of the novel um, had song lyrics and um, and song names attached to it. Uh, whenever I sent like chapter one to a friend of mine, they were like, I can tell you're a musician. And I said, why? And they were like, you describe things auditorily way more than you describe things mm. anywhere else. Oh, interesting. Um, uh, the, the other thing that, that he called out was that I didn't mention color a lot. And that's, he was like, it makes sense because you're colorblind to green. Um, you don't really, you don't really focus that much on color. So that's something I want to improve, but I do listen to music and I like make playlists as I go of things that just like keep me in the zone. But the, a lot of the music is just like stuff that I like jamming out to. Um, I don't like stuff with lyrics because that will influence my mood too much. And then like, if I listen to like K-pop while I'm trying to write something like sad, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And so like, did any of that um, knowledge help inspire some of the music you wrote for these prompts? It's beautiful music. Um, so the first one that I sent you, that originally was a completely other track that I wrote during a panic attack. So like I wrote, I wrote something just to like, while I was in like a really panic state just to be calming. And then like now when I'm thinking of, well, now that I'm revising it for this, I know how that feels. My hope for other people that are listening to it, I hope that it just like, I hope that it gives them the calm effect that I wanted when I was writing it. I love that. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that backstory. So I know that you have not yet managed to hit 50,000 words during a nano, but you have done a lot of writing, both of words and of music. So uh, to sort of end this interview segment, do you have any sort of advice for people either about writing or, you know, obviously you write a lot of music. So just kind of focusing and and getting your projects done um, in general. So for me, the ways that I found the most amount of success was uh, to have everything really organized uh, beforehand. Um, if you know the directions that you're going toward, writing everything is just kind of like filling in the gaps that's in your head. You're writing is like if you're writing music or if you're writing a novel, all of it is just translating what you feel or see in your brain. So the more detail you have out already, the better translation you're going to get. That's that's how I see it, at least. And then um, have a good support circle and know when time when it's time to shut off. Like um, have a good time frame of like, hey, I want to work on it during this period dedicatedly. If I feel inspired, I can come back and do more. But I want to make sure that I have enough time away from this as much as I do doing this, because otherwise you don't want something that inherently is supposed to be a positive fun thing to feel like daunting or more of a struggle than it already is because you want to, you want to continue to have positive memories with it. 
I love that. That is great advice. Thank you so yeah, much awesome. for sharing that perspective. Um, and thanks for joining us on our podcast. Um, before we go, is there anything that you want to share uh, with our listeners, how they can find you, if you've got any music up that you want them to be able to check out? Sure. So you can find me uh, on Twitter, which is at Mark Strait. Uh, it's Mark with a C. You can find me there. You can also find my music on Spotify and Bandcamp. If you check it out and you like my music, uh, let me know. I'm always really excited whenever new people get to listen to my stuff. The music that you hear for the 30-minute sprints will be a part of a small piano album that will be coming out this month. So I hope you all enjoy it, and I hope you all succeed this year. Thank you, and I will be. Thank you so we'll much. We'll be sure to share info about um, the album that comes out with the with the writing tracks um, on our social. So keep an eye on our Twitter, uh, and we'll let you know so you're the first to know when that comes out. <laughs>